Stephen Knight Show. Hope you're having a great Monday. We're going to try our best to make it better for you tonight. We have a show full of the hottest topics, everything everyone's talking about. Of course, we have to address Jonathan Majors. He uh, was taken into custody over the weekend for alleged uh, assaulting and strangling uh, his girlfriend. Find out what's being said about that. And then uh, Judge Joe Brown, he is speaking out after uh, allegedly uh, sexually, I'm sorry, why? after he is being accused of allegedly sexually assaulting actress Shirley Ralph. She had a recent interview and she said a TV judge did it, a famous TV judge did it. Social media assumed they were talking about Judge Joe Brown and he's speaking out. Then Jay-Z, he is the first rapper to reach a network of $2.5 billion, which is almost double what he was worth last year. Find out what's going on with that. And then Utah becomes the first U- U.S. state to limit social media access to teens. Require social media firms to get parental consent for children to even use the apps. Uh, Tyrese, he's open about his ex-wife and his recent divorce. And then, of course, his newest relationship as he's promoting his new album. Find out what people are saying about that. And then there's a Mississippi news anchor, a meteorologist. She was with the network for 20 years. Find out why she got a fi- fired. Uh, she quoted a famous rapper, Snoop Doggy Dog. Find out why she got fired, what she said, and how she's responding. One of my roll over social media Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course our official website, thestephennightshow.com. We're also on TikTok. Now, if you'd rather watch us, go to our YouTube channel, The Stephen Knight Show. When we come back, the question of the day and hot topics, right back after this. It's another one. It's another one. Uh. Another one, yeah, yeah. Kenny Black, the music machine on the track. Oh, yeah. Lyrics, Donnie. Okay. Look. Talk some lyrics. Look. Yeah. Met it out in Senegal. Kept it light, couple drinks, higgin' in my car. Was chillin' with some older folks. Kinda chilly, help you button up your overcoat. Hold the toast, bottle like half a grip. School girl, bio Kim, study Latin lit. Passionate, love to help the less fortunate. Triple threat, had them all without the gorgeousness. Homesick, talking about she love the snow. Different places that a mother and her cousins go. Bungalows, wanna hide like one of those. Do nothing, run around in the underclothes. Summer glow, back home, sipping over yo. Road to riches, she acting like she know the road. Showing you things I ain't supposed to show. Next winter, we skiing in the broken nose. And in my mind, I'm really hoping so. Mind sex, our bond is so emotional. Simple life, top down on the open road. Black and white, like when Jay Mekalogelo. Your 
pops it told Real lies, he was just being a dad though Like Castro, mom's name Cassandra To this day, yeah, she still make the best lasagna There's nothing left for me to ponder Beat you with a bow like it's a privilege and an honor We at the penthouse in Palazzo In the Venetian, we was next to El Chapo Now we lost out in Cabo The greedy ass, you a fiend for a taco Just got those books, she like to read a lot In the water, on them jets like the ski a lot Tequila shots, batting bougie on the radio That Jose got her acting like she Quavo For the pesos, hit me with a pole dance Made it rain, we got a different type of romance In the air, love it when you slow dance She a stallion, she ride, I'm using both hands Both plan to enjoy this little odyssey Beach hop to avoid the monotony Nostradamus, seen it like a prophecy Mrs. Long, yeah, I'm thinking quite possibly They look at us like we a novelty Pop out and paparazzi on the property Make it last forever Let's let it be For all 
What's up? This is Daryl. It's Raya. It's Paco. It's Aja, and we're the Walls Group, and you're listening to the Stephen Knight Show. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. Hope you're having a great Monday. We thank you for tuning in tonight. We have a show full of hot topics, everything everyone's talking about. One of my all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course, our official website, thestephennightshow.com. You can also watch us on our YouTube channel, if you rather, The Stephen Knight Show. And we're now on TikTok, so follow us, okay? All right, well, um, we do have new merch, so go to our website, stephenightshow.com, and find out. You might want to see something you like and uh, pick it up. Now, before we get started, our prayers goes out to uh, the, the private school in Nashville, another mass shooting. This is the 129th mass shooting of the year. Uh, three students were killed. They were all nine years old, and three adults in their 60s, they all were killed to the including the person who um, resided over the school, presided over the school. And the shooter was killed, um, a 28-year-old who identifies transgender woman. Uh, apparently, she was a former student who um, was able to get through the school by shooting um, through the side door and got in, and apparently it was a planned attack. So um, the, apparently, the shooter did leave some kind of note uh, but the authorities have not said um, said what was in the letter at this point because it's still investigating. But our thoughts and prayers are definitely with everyone in, impacted in that community. All right. Well, what's going on, family? How are y'all feeling? Happy Monday. It was a little rough, but I made it. I'm here. A little rough. <laughs> what about you, Lania? A whole lot of rough. <laughs> You know, I actually oh. had a great, a great Monday. You know, for Monday, it was a great Monday. So you feeling all right? You okay? I know, I know. I woke up feeling mm-hmm. good. And I've well, been wait a minute, though. He's coming up over my birthday, so oh good. yeah, yeah, he good. Yeah, but usually uh, Mondays are my, 
Mondays aren't usually my thing, but it was a great Monday. Well, our question of the day is, are you able to coexist with someone you really don't like? Lania. Huh? <laughs> are you able to coexist? Uh, I don't think so. That's why I'm I know that sometimes you're supposed to in certain circumstances. Right. But uh, let's just say the Lord is still working on me. Right. <laughs> what about you, Chige? So I want to I want to phrase this right. I am the king of ignorance. Yeah. So if I can ignore you, is that the same as coexisting? Because I can do that very well. I guess it's a form of it. <laughs> yeah. With that form, I can do very well. Yeah. I, I think in business, I'm better at it. But in social, I'll do like you chick ignore, don't even show up. So, but. So I have a question for you. I have a question for you because I knew you were going to go here. See, that's different. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He's being very diplomatic, right? Sometimes you you really can, someone can irritate you to the point where the sound of their voice really, really drives it home. Yeah. How do you deal with that, though? How do you deal with that? Well, I've been in that situation before in business, but I knew that I had to just do what I had to do. So I did the minimum interaction with the person, um, but I still had to do it. And so, and I don't want to, I don't want to create, you know, a, a, I won't say hostile work environment, but you know what I mean? for myself so i just tried to again i i only dealt with that person when i needed to mm. yeah okay so in dealing with that person right mm -hmm. hmm, how can i phrase this without being obvious um in dealing with that person yeah so was it along the lines of like did you have to reach out to them or was it like, well, when they need something, I have to talk to them, then I will engage. Well, they were like, they reported to me. Uh, mm. um, so, yeah, it was a little different. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's way different. She can't know how I am. Once I'm through, I'm through, but oh yeah, sometimes you gotta, you gotta take some stuff for the team until some things get situated. Exactly. All that good stuff. Exactly. Okay. Well, tweet us on. Let, my, <laughs> tweet us on. No. Let us know. Okay. Uh, are you able to coexist with someone you really don't like? All right. Well, let's get into hot topic. So, uh, Jonathan Ma uh, Majors, he was taken to custody in New York um, after allegedly assaulting and strangling a woman who was reported his girlfriend uh, who confronted him about texting another female. According to TMZ, local police were called on majors uh, who starred in films like Creed 3, Ant-Man, and more for reportedly assaulting a woman. The woman has been uh, reportedly identified as his girlfriend, still unnamed. Meanwhile, Majors' uh, his team is shutting down the claims and calling calling the cap on alleged physical altercation. Now, the publication claims the lawsuit uh, and law, law enforcement sources tell them that John Majors was arrested and booked on Saturday, March 25th, and is being charged with strangulation, assault, and harassment. Reportedly, reportedly police uh, excuse me, received a call for service and put up to the resident near the Chelsea neighborhood in Manhattan around 11 a.m. 
Upon police arrival, the alleged victim in the incident, a female, told officers that she and Major got into a dispute. Uh, the female then claimed that things began to escalate when Majors allegedly proceeded to attack her. The publication adds that the alleged victim more visible injury had more visual injuries in person. Uh, she had a, a laceration behind her ear and both redness and marks on her face. Now, after initial reports, the publication updated that the woman who they claim is Major's girlfriend reportedly took police told police that she and the actor had been returning home from a bar in Brooklyn when an argument broke out. The publication says the source told them that the woman confronted Majors about a woman that was texting him. She reportedly tried to sneak a peek at his phone, which allegedly, with the alleged from the alleged female uh, that claimed that um, that's what angered Majors. Now, this happened, and already the uh, U.S. Army, you know, Major John Majors did uh, he's a spokesperson for ad campaigns are trying to um, promote people joining the army and they've already taken down the the two um, ads. They released a statement pretty much saying, although he is, um, he is innocent until proven guilty, they were concerned, deeply concerned about the allegations and they want to keep it down until the investigation is completed. Now, Major's attorney is saying, um, we are quickly gathering and presenting evidence to the district attorney with the expectation that all charges will be dropped immediately. Uh, they claim they have video footage from the vehicle, witness testimony from the driver and others who both saw and heard an episode, the episode, and alleged an alleged victim it's allegedly uh, recanting her story. So, Chike, a lot to uh, digest. You know, he's at the pinnacle of his pinnacle of his career. You know, he has a lot of great projects coming down the line. He's about to do the uh, uh, Dennis Rodman biopic. Uh, apparently, there's another film that's coming out in December. That's um, expected to come out in December, and it's supposed to move forward at this point because none of the none of the Hollywood is reacting to this right now in terms of you know, distance himself from him. One, do you think that he can come back from this? And two, do you think the U.S. Army was too quick to move on removing his ads? Well, let's tackle the U.S. Army first. You, U.S., U.S. Army, Black man. U.S. Army, Black man. U.S. Army, Black man. So, um, if he can come back, I see they're already putting the spin on it. Me personally, it really doesn't matter what I believe. But back in February, somebody had put something out about him and said that he was very aggressive, allegedly, and um, not liked by a lot of people that he worked with mm. because of his aggressive nature. And um, I don't know. And then, then there was something else that, you know, it was rumblings. But nothing was concrete. It's all alleged. But now you have this. The police were called on the scene. But now they're saying that she's recanting her story. So what it appears to be is that that is the spin campaign working, trying to suppress and quell the wave. But I don't know. It may be. It may have already started. Um. If we can take a page from Mr. Chris Brown's book, it's not a good future. You don't like Chris Brown is still Chris Brown, but he's very limited 
as far as what he can do in his career because of, you know, his violent past. Um, I don't know. It all depends on how they work it and if people believe it or not, if they gravitate toward them. Violence against women is pretty major. No pun intended, but it's pretty, pretty bad. Linnea, what are your thoughts? Um, in these types of situations, you know, I, I am one of few women who I don't instantly jump on the side because there's a woman involved. Mm -hmm. um, having worked in the family law field for many years and having seen women use the system against men, especially Black men, um, with false cause of domestic violence because you mad because a dude cheated on you, he don't want to be with you, you don't want to let him see his kids. Having seen that, I don't instantly defer to calling someone a victim um, because people take advantage of that, especially when they want their way. Um, if I stop and I think for a quick second, just based off of what's been put out there, if he's on his phone and whatever he's doing, he's on his phone. Right. And you trying to sneak a peek and you see something, who got the attitude first? Who's going to be the aggressor in that situation first? Yeah. You feeling some type of way because you think that you saw him corresponding with another female. So you're going to be in your feelings. Um, based off of what what I've gotten so far, he was the one who called the cops. Mm. Um, not her. Um, you know, they in the beginning when this all came out, there was no, of course, there's no picture of her, but now there's something circulating of yeah. who this chick is. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Of course, I wasn't there, but when it comes to black men in this world. Even if nothing comes from it, that stain is there. Yeah. It's there. And Chike already mentioned Chris Brown, something that happened years ago. Um is with him for forever. He's done way more and you know, what I mean, like lived his life since that since him being a young man. He's he's a, he's a he's a older older uh, man now he was a young man back then young man with money him and you know same thing with Jonathan Majors young black man with money and when you are ascending it is without fail that the that, that devil is going to come in and you have to I don't know what conversations people are not having when you see stuff like this. Your team is not sitting with you, having these conversations with you on how you need to move and, and being careful and cognizant of how fast things can be taken away from you, yeah. even if it's not true. Yeah. Very even true. if it's not true. So, you know what I mean? I, I, he's an, he's a phenomenal actor. Yeah, and for this to happen, now, it's just—I don't believe in coincidences. I'm just—I'm just saying what it is. Sometimes those those enemies are sent in to infiltrate your space under the guise of being your your lady or whatever, whatever. 
they're sent in to infiltrate and you fall right into it. Yeah, you know, I remember when I saw the when I first saw it on social media, I was shocked. I said, "No, not you know, this can't be real." Mm -hmm. So, we'll see what happens, but um, I hope that whatever happened, the truth comes out. The truth comes. All right, well, Judge Joe Brown, he's breaking his silence and threatening legal action after social media went into a frenzy trying to figure out the suspect that allegedly assaulted actress Shirley uh, Ralph. Now. Uh, Shirley Ralph, she was appeared on Way Up With Ye, and she uh, alleged that a famous TV judge uh, from the same network pretty much sexually assaulted her. She was saying that um, back when she was um, in, in the 90s, she was on a popular show that was new, and this particular judge had a show that was new, and she said it's not Greg Mathis. She said, he, I love him. He's great. It's not him. Um, but he pretty much, they were at a business meeting. She was in a suit and they're from the network. A lot of people around. He came up to her, grabbed her from behind, turned around and put his tongue on her, tongue, tongue on down her throat. And she said, people saw it. Um, the mayor at the time of New Orleans um, named Mark Morrell, he called and said, do you want me to call the police? I can get this squashed right now. And before she could answer, someone from the network came to her and told her, uh, please don't do this. It's a new show. That's a new show. We don't need negative press. And so, um, you know, when after these allegations came out, social media tried to put two and two together. And they uh, decided that in the 90s, she was doing Moesha, which was uh, under the same production as CBS uh, CBS production company, big ticket television. So was Judge Joe Brown. Now, Judge Joe Brown, he tweeted, there are false rumors being spread that I mistreated a certain lady about 25 years ago. I categorically, excuse me, deny both the accusations and acquaintance with the lady. Those rumors started with certain identified parties and spread. They ought cease and desist or contemplate a defamation action. In a recent interview, he sat down and threatened that his own legal team would continue to shut down the claims. Now, uh, personally, I love Judge Joe Brown, but I do remember, and this doesn't mean that he did this if it is him, I do remember when he was on video, drunk, on video, talking crazy, completely out of what we see on TV. And so I say that to, show, to say that we see an image of a person on TV, but we don't know what they're doing behind closed doors or what they're really like. But uh, Linnea, I know you said that, you know, you don't always tend to agree with the woman or believe the woman. She never said who it was. So yeah, so but she never said his name. Right. So what do you what are your thoughts on this story? Uh, well, I guess where, where I'm at is how somebody just throw their tongue down your throat. <laughs> right. In front of everybody. You, oh, it, like... Especially, you know, of course, back then, you know, people were, you know, we didn't have COVID back then, but right now, you just can't roll up on me like that. Nah, nah. Um, so I, I, you know, it's weird. Whatever her experience was, is her experience. Um, I wonder why she's talking about it now. And yeah, she never said a name. I didn't even, I didn't even, um, I, I didn't even uh, put that together in regards to him. Um, because I could have sworn 
you know, there were little pop-ups of different types of judges around that time. Like some, some, some came and some stayed. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I wasn't even, I was trying to figure out because like who was on people's court back then? Because mm -hmm. Judge Gillian was is the late the latest one, but there was a judge before her. Yeah. Um, so I'm listen, I done seen, you know, if you watch Judge Joe Brown, <laughs> it's like <laughs> as he started to go along in the seasons, you know, are you drinking or something? <laughs> Cause he was getting, you know, he he I you know, I heard him slurring a little bit and he and he was and then he would kind of drag on, like as as you know the seasons went on, mm -hmm. he would kind of drag on, like, hmm, what's going on with the judge? Yeah, that's probably why you know you know he ended when he did. So I don't know, I don't, I don't know. Well, they the reason why they brought it up because I think they were talking about sexual assault, um, being female and a male dominant uh, industry. I think that's why it came up. But uh, are you sure it ain't nothing coming up? Well, she, you know, she's already doing her thing right now, so I don't think she has anything new coming up of the Abbott Elementary. But uh, Chike, what are your thoughts on this? And and again, she didn't say his name. She just said it wasn't Judge Mathis. Um, I hit dog will holler sometimes, but social media did say they suggested it was him. Mm -hmm. I think if I didn't right. do it, I wouldn't have said nothing. I mean, if they didn't say my name, I wouldn't say anything. If you know, but what are your thoughts, Chike? Um, hey, Auntie Cheryl. <laughs> um, we all know that she has a flair for the dramatic. Yes. And as 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 the whole tongue down the throat in my mind coming from her, not to say that she's not believable, but I'm just thinking that it wasn't literally a tongue down the I throat. I'm just not, <laughs> not not maybe not even a peck, maybe like a lunging toward with an open mouth. Right. And you know, that's the way it registered as a, you know tongue down the throat um which is still an assault yeah <laughs> um yeah I, I don't i don't know like i don't know um yeah i don't know uh, that's 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 a little tricky mm. and it's like now what like uh, the story's out there yeah somebody is rumblings around who it might be where does this go are charges going to be pressed down or people going to investigate this like how did what why at this point like, is this going to be a Bill Cosby-esque situation with people coming forward, you know, from yesteryear? Yeah. Uh, is this the boulder being pushed off the top of the mountain? Yeah, like, what, what, what is this? Like, especially with, what, he not even doing nothing. Like, what are you doing? I see my infomercials. I see my commercials. The, man, the pudding man wasn't doing anything either. He was home chilling. Huh. Yeah, no, but he was still trying to get a comedy show and all that stuff going, and he was he a lot still, bigger. Yeah, yeah, like he was a lot bigger. I'm like, but what is he doing now? Like, I don't know. Like, I just I just see him on commercials. I about to drop an album or something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, Jay Z has become the first rapper to reach the network of two point five billion dollars. This puts him ahead of the his peers, such as Dr. Dre, Diddy, who've all reached success in their own right. Now, the Brooklyn-born artist has made his fortune through a range of investments, including real estate, music streaming service, title, and liquor brand. He also owns a stake in Uber and is involved in several other business ventures, according to Forbes. 
Now, as the business uh, business site notes, Hove comes in the list as the thousand two hundred third wealthiest person in the on the planet as of Friday, March twenty fourth. Although the publication has yet to detail the reason behind the huge increase, it has doubled since last year when he reportedly was worth one point four billion. Now, a French billionaire, Bernard Artnall, CEO of LVMH, Moet, Hennessy, Louis Vuitton, also uh, sits at number one on the list. Who reportedly he reportedly is worth uh, two hundred sixteen point one billion. This milestone for Jay Z is short to inspire other rappers to follow suit and build their own empires. It's an exciting time for hip hop culture as we uh, want to see more artists become billionaires. Now, Jay Z is a true successful story. His journey to success began in the late 1980s. And now he also credits his wife, Beyonce, for her, for his own success, saying that she has been an inspiration to him throughout his career. Beyonce also is in the billionaire club, has also credited and thanked her hubby several times for her amazing success as well and supporting her through her career. Uh, Chike, how, how important is this for the hip hop community? Um, I guess it's all in how you look at it. It's all in whoever purview it's in. Um, it's important to know that it's achievable, but I think we place too much, and this is Chike, um, I think we just place too much importance on that type of stuff. It's, it's, I mean, I get money, we need it, <laughs> we have to have it, but it doesn't do anything for what's inside of here. It's money, it's tangible, it's, it's extra. Who are you as a person? Yeah, I agree. But you know, my thing is, what does that, what does that status, him having that status in the world, actually change for mankind? Well, what I think it does, it it allows us to have a seat at the table when we see more people like us, like billionaires, because you know, um, a lot of rappers get a lot of negative rapping itself gets a lot of negative, um, you know, negativity behind it. But we see people like. Uh, you know, you know, certain rappers that go on to have these huge acting careers or business careers, and it shows that you can do more than just you know rapping. Not saying there's anything wrong with rapping, but you know, when you get to a certain age, you're not coming out with albums and you know the hottest thing anymore. But you can go on with your career and be successful. And again, it gets to see that table just like at the Super Bowl before there wasn't much diversity. But when uh, Jay Z's company took over that part of the of the you know the Super Bowl, it did bring more diversity to um, to the shows. So it does help out. So I'm I'm in agreement with you on that. But I go back to what I said in the beginning about it's all about your point of view and how you look at that situation. Right. right. Because and and I'm just going to leave it on this. I would like to hear Dame Dash ask that same question and see what he says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Linnea, what are your thoughts? Um, so other people count on Jay Z money because that's what this is. Mm-hmm. This, what is this? Whatever the publication is, is count other people's money. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that with growth, you learn certain things, and in learning. Um, especially when you're you're in the field, you know, since he's a rapper, 
from how he started to where he is now and his mindset. Mm -hmm. It was, it went from hose and liquor and jewelry um, to creating some form of generational wealth mm -hmm. um, for now his children, because he wasn't thinking about that in the beginning. Right. None of them are. Yeah. Um, and there's this thing in the beginning because the labels, you know, they want you to, you know, have this facade and they need you to put that facade out there because they need you to draw these 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 young folks in and give them this false perception. Right. But they they can't have you wanting to be, you know, um, there's a word I can't think of it right now, but Counting, investing, um, developing, and creating different things. Because what this doesn't break down is what they've done in the community. Yeah. Because Jay-Z has gone out. They Like him and Beyonce have invested in communities. Nas mm -hmm. has invested in the community. Yeah. Um, Styles P, mm -hmm. he's vegan. He's invested in the community. Yeah. Like there are so many of them, especially from the era that we come from. Right. They see what it is and they're investing in their communities in different ways. And what happens is it's like people don't know about that. But at the same time, if they were out promoting it like that, they'd be like, well, they really was true to it. They wouldn't be doing all that. So you can't win for losing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, a, damn if I do and damn if I don't. Right. Um, I'm a part of the 1.2 cent club. Hey, <laughs> I got a dollar and two cent. You know what I mean? So I feel like I'm rich because my account ain't in the negative. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You understand what I'm saying? So yeah. other people counting this man's money, you know what I mean? But they don't know what went into that. Because there's right. a reason why you, you invest in different things. and you When you get money, you're not supposed to hold it. You yeah. want that money to work for you so it can grow mm -hmm. so you are able to not have to work like we work for our money. Right. That money is constantly working for you because there are different things that are working. You making money while you sleep. That's what I want to do. Absolutely. I want to make money while I'm sleeping. I turn over and be like, money, and go back to sleep. <laughs> exactly. You understand what I'm saying? So it, it all depends. It's it's your perspective and how you see it. Um, but I know Hove say, well, tell these people this is where I'm at. Hey, what if I know where his money yeah. is? Right. Yeah, I mean, they only count on the surface. So mm -hmm. congratulations, kind sir. Um, you know, maybe we related. Right. <laughs> well, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. Utah becomes the first US state to limit social media. And then uh, Tyrese opens up about his new relationship with his girlfriend following his uh, divorce from his ex-wife. And Ticketmaster is in trouble yet again. Right back after this. Ooh. Feeling short, feeling clear, feeling positive.
wrong less And when it go right He's a king, he's a god, he's a big ass He's a truth, he's a lie, he's a real ass When he tells me he loves me, I feel it Ain't nobody on this earth that can steal it So I feel it, feel it, feel it, feel it, feel it Cause it's sad, I'm feeling, feeling I'm feeling, I'm feeling I'm Starting our fun Maybe I'm just crazy 
This is Eric Roberson, and you are checking out the Stephen Knight Show. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. I'm Andre all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and, of course, our official website, thestephennightshow.com. Check us out on our TikTok page. And if you'd rather watch us, go on our YouTube channel, The Stephen Knight Show. All right, Utah becomes the first U.S. state to limit social media access for teens and requires social media firms to get parental consent for children to use their apps. Governor Spencer Cox signed two bills Thursday to protect teens under 18 on social media. According to BBC, parental consent is needed before a child can create a profile on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Additionally, a social media curfew has been implemented as children will be blocked from using social media between the hours of 10.30 p.m. and 6.30 a.m. local time, and companies will not be able to collect a child's data or be targeted by advertisers. Mm. Governor Cox wrote on Twitter, we're no longer willing to uh, to let social media companies continue to harm the mental health of our youth. As leaders and parents, we have the responsibility to protect our young people. Now, the law is being considered by other states such as Arkansas, Texas, Ohio, Louisiana, and New Jersey. However, the Children's Advocacy, Advocacy Group 
uh, Common Sense Media said the new legislation legislation could harm children, but Cox's move was a victory for kids and families in Utah. Now, Meta also said in response that they already have initiatives in place to protect children on social media. They said they have over 30 tools to support teens and families, including tools to let parents and teens work together to limit the amount of, of time teens spend on Instagram and age verification technology that helps teens have age-appropriate experiences. Now, some uh, social media users believe the bill won't work since Children are tech savvy and will figure out a way to bypass the law's requirements. Linnea, is this a good thing or a bad thing in your opinion? I'm unsure because I don't have a little one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess I... it is so hard with social media and, and children. Yeah. And I know that as an adult, it is hard for me with social media and the constant barrage of sex, murder, and mayhem. Mm -hmm. It is so aggravating and draining. Um, and I can only imagine what a child is going through in their mind when they see that, especially, you know, for, for little girls and you know, you your body got to be like this. You got to look like this. But let me ask you a question. Does this this common sense child advocacy people? Um, y'all not worried about all the books being removed from Florida school, right? About that. Y'all not worried about all these guns and mm -hmm. and these school shootings. Y'all not are y'all advocating for that, or right. are we just purposefully picking and choosing? what may seem easier to part my French bitch about mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because um, the, the books out of all the schools in Florida so they won't talk about anything relating to anything that was done to us mm -hmm. gone <laughs> well, I think in Texas where Texas wanted to change all curriculum and take out the word slavery out of everything. Yeah. Like it's whatever you know. Mm -hmm. Y'all advocating for that? I'm just curious. Absolutely. Chike, what are your thought? What are your thoughts on this? Because so, some people say so, it's the parents' job to do this, but then I, I, mean, heard, I heard the argument that said, what about the children that don't have that parental supervision? Maybe they have a single parent who's working a lot, or you know parents aren't really monitoring it. What are your thoughts on all that? Um, precisely that. I think that parent, parents need to be up on their children. Right. Um, that's something that we've lost and it has been lost for quite some time now. Okay. And um, part of it too, I see a loophole for government to come in and start controlling stuff. Mm -hmm. Once government comes in and starts controlling stuff that they had no control over, it's a slippery slope. That's how I look at it. It's a slippery slope. It starts here, but where does it end up? Yeah. I don't want to see anything censored. I don't want to see anything controlled by the government that way. Um, maybe there can be something else <laughs> that can be done for the children, but 
that that controlling from the government is just it's here now. But where will it be 10 years from now? What else will they be controlling because of it's better for Oh, that, well, better for who? Like, because I know, I know for my boyfriend. Well, well, daughter, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. Like the books are being be, are being taken out because they don't want certain people to feel bad about themselves because of what's written in these books about history. You oh, I didn't say that. Better for you, better for who? For for that? I'm sorry, that wasn't for my response to that. Wasn't sorry. I don't. I'm want saying you to the justification yeah. for yeah. doing it. It helps. It's a helper. Yeah, yeah, no, I wasn't saying that for that. No, you're right. I wasn't saying that for that. It came, that came out wrong. <laughs> that came, that came out wrong. But I, no, I completely agree with your, with what you're saying. I was just going to say, my boyfriend's youngest daughter, he has her on a time limit, like as far as like uh, social media, being a parent. That's yeah, what they call and like certain, even like with certain, um, with certain games or whatever, mm-hmm. like. If there's something that he has on her phone so like if she sees the game right she has to go to him and be like daddy can i get this game exactly. and he has to look at the game or get her mom to look at the game mm-hmm. uh, in order to determine um if if it's something that's appropriate for her like mm-hmm. he does that so you know i think chica had already said it uh the parent it it really starts with it really starts yeah. there you know what I mean? And in um, what do you call it? Um, not leaving the internet. This is the age where parents have left their children to, uh, to be raised by the internet. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of times, the other they- thing, I was going to say the other thing too about that. To Lania's point, which she made earlier about uh, the image that children will pick up from social media. Yeah. That stuff starts at home. That that yeah. empowerment gets instilled at home. So no matter what you like, honestly, anything that happened out in the street as it related to me, not saying my parents were like perfect, but no one in the street or nothing out from outside my home could tell me anything about me, how I'm living, or make me feel any different because those things were already instilled into me within mm-hmm. my home. You can't tell me anything. My parents taught me everything. Yeah. I just I think the difference though with social media is I mean you have adults are being impacted by you know image that we see on social media. You see people now, I see people now that are now posting risque pictures and things like that thing. They never have done that before, but they see everyone else doing it. But um we talk about government. I do believe that government shouldn't be make, you know, you know, controlling everything, but they have over the years. You know, at one at one point it was it wasn't against the law to drive without your seatbelt. But when it became a, a, a hazard, people were dying. They made that a law that you have to wear your seatbelt. So government does has over the years stepped in and done certain things to regulate. Exactly. But here's the here's the thing, and and to Lania's point from earlier as well. Perfect example: car seats for kids. Because I remember I used to sit on the armrest right. in the front of the car. Right. Never had mm-hmm. a seatbelt on. But you bring the government in to handle that because people were getting killed and getting hurt, but yet and still there are guns being brought into school every right. damn day. Absolutely. Absolutely. Every day. But the government hasn't stepped in and done anything about Not that. One, Absolutely. one thing, and we know why. We know why, then all right. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, so in a recent interview, Tyrese has opened up about his love life as he promotes his newest project, a double album inspired by his ex-wife and his recent divorce and his new relationship. Tyrese Tyrese was previously married to Samantha Lee, uh, with whom he shares a daughter. And the following their divorce, Tyrese began dating social media influencer model Zila Thomas. 
Uh, in his new interview with WB, WBLS, Tyrese explains how he jumped into a new relationship without being fully healed of his ex-wife's leaving him. Leaving him, He began, begins the conversation by explaining, I was with a woman named Samantha for five years. We got married. We had one a one-year-old beautiful child named Soraya, and she just left me out the blue and never came back. I never cheated, no physical or domestic violence, no side check, no infidelity, nothing. No going through my phone and seeing something that was going on, nothing. Tyrese also admits that he doesn't think his ex-wife Samantha ever loved him, claiming because if she did, it wouldn't be that easy to leave. Now, while speaking about his new relationship uh, with Zila uh, Thomas, he says, I'm a new, I'm in a new relationship. I've been with my girl for two years and she's incredible. She's sweet. She's kind, probably the most patient and nurturing woman God ever could, could ever send to me because there's nothing more uncomfortable in getting in a relationship with someone while they're in the middle of a departure from their ex. He explains, um, and then he admits that, um, he's not healed from his past relationship with Samantha Lee. He explains, I haven't healed all the way. Then it adds that it's not by his choice for him to heal himself fully and then uh, get into another relationship. He also adds that he's in therapy and him and his girl are in therapy and we're out just giving, uh, living our lives. Lania, <laughs> see your face. Your face. Um, how do you say I'm in a talk? Uh, how do you say that I'm in a toxic situation? I'll say I'm in a toxic situation. Oh. <laughs> Hold on, let me make sure I got this right. I mean, this broad is in a relationship with a man who is still not over his ex-wife. Right. This same man is promoting his project that is solely based on said ex-wife. Right. This man is with this woman who he rushed into a relationship with after said relationship with the ex-wife. Mm -hmm. This is the same man who is now on this promo tour for this new project talking about that very same ex-wife that the album is about, but you in counseling with your new chick. Is I got that right? Yes, you got. I got that right? Yep. Um... you know what I told y'all y'all see y'all be trying to pull me in and Jesus be working on me and I be trying to be good and I'm gonna be good and I'm gonna just say you know what oh this is the same man that was like a prayer warrior for Envy and his wife when Envy cheated on his wife but we're not even gonna go there um okay you know what she can take it away Chicken. Your thoughts. So, so I saw a great interview on Mr. Tyrese this morning on um RB Money. It was a really, really mm -hmm. good interview. Um, you kind of get a semblance of his personality a little bit, just a little bit. So um as you were talking and you were explaining some things, some things were twirling in my head. Five years, child one years old. No problems in the marriage, allegedly, and she just walked away. I recall Janet Jackson being married for five years, 
she had one kid and the plan was to get out because she had some type of financial, it was a loophole, five years. I've heard that with a couple other marriages. Five years is like the magic number. Don't know. Who knows what paperwork was done with the marriage, but maybe the five years was a waiting time. Maybe a kid is the bonus. I don't know. Don't know the relationship. Um, but it's just that number and the kid. It's just, it's, it's kind of frequent. Now, Tyrese got on social media. He was teared up. He was crying. We know that his heart is sensitive when it comes to love. He, claimed, he said that was medication, by the way. He what? It's he okay. Said that, he said that was it's medication. Okay. And that's fine. You're taking medication. My thought process is that maybe he was vulnerable after the relationship and he jumped into because he needed someone, right? Tyrese, you should have called me, brother. I could have been your PR person. I would say not get in a relationship. Take this album on tour and cry every time you sing them songs. Because what's going to happen, those ladies are going to feel sorry for you. The money's going to go up. Your popularity is going to go up. They're going to feel sorry for you. Live in the moment. Use the art. He said he's living in the moment now. He said he's this girl now. No, 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 no. Without the girl, Chike is saying. Without, <laughs> yeah, without the girl. Nothing, nothing against ride. her. Nothing against yeah, her. Nothing against her. Nothing against her. I don't know what that girl do. You know what? I really don't like the term influencer, model. And Hold on, real quick, real quick. Tyrese, find out where Robin Thicke's number is if you don't already have it, and call him. He's already been through this. Call him. He can help. Call him. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think that um some it's crazy because some people really can't be alone because they are scared to be with themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what that is. When you are scared to be with yourself and you jump from relationship to relationship to relationship to relationship mm -hmm. and you don't give yourself time. Yeah. What's the saying? Everywhere you go, everywhere you go, there you everywhere go. you go. People, oh, I'm sorry. Right now, but yeah, that's a little bit. That's and 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 this chick is really there for the ride. I can I test whether she loves him or not? No, honestly, I cannot. Honestly, if she's not there for the ride, she should be a little weary. You you need to be, you know. But they've out. broken up though. Like they they they've been they've done this whole Instagram. I'm yeah. breaking up with you they on Instagram. Together. Yeah. You know what I mean? It got yeah. Oh no. 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 Yes, the same girl. They've been going through these two years where they go back and forth. I'm not with her. We're not together no more. I'm single. Next, you know, I love her. Like I'm sorry, but it just reeks of somebody who is emotionally unstable. Yeah. And it's it's crazy because he's an amazing talent, but when you when you went like you can't tell me when you saw him on social media, you just didn't like, yo, somebody needs to go get him and take his mm -hmm. phone. Yeah. Like, for real, go take if his that, phone. If, if that behavior is going to happen now with him promoting this album, it's going to be bad for the bag, Tyrese. That's going to be bad for the bag. We'll see what happens. Well, let's, I want to skip to our last story. We're going to skip over the Ticketmaster story. But um, this one, I, I wanted you all's opinion. So Mississippi News Anchor... She was with the station for 20 years, a meteorologist. She has uh, not been on air since quoting a, the famous Snoop Dogg 
phrase um, included a racial insensitive term. Now, WLBT's Barbie Bassett, who is white, made the comment during the broadcast earlier this month while discussing the release from the rapper's wine collection, according to the Clarion Ledger. Uh, when the colleague joked about Bassett getting a tattoo of the rapper, like Martha Stewart did in the recent commercial, Bassett replied affirmatively, saying, for shizzle my nizzle, a phrase, that a phrase that includes slang for the N-word. Although the station has not commented publicly on the matter, her bio is no longer listed on their website. Uh, when contacted by People on Monday, WLBT Vice uh, President and General Manager Ted Fortenberry said that the station is unable to comment on personal matters. And they were saying that right now they're focused on um, the communities in Rowan Fork and Silver City in Mississippi Delta, where 20 people were killed um, and an entire town destroyed Friday. Now, the newsletter has not posted on social media since earlier this month, including about the Delhi tornado, nor, oh, I'm sorry, the newscaster, this is Barbara. She has not posted anything about um, what's happened. The only thing, she did post something um, on March 14th, but didn't directly mention what happened, but featured a quote about being able to withstand a storm. Um, now, Bassett did not immediately respond to people's request as well. But here's the thing. Bassett previously issued an apology in October of 2022 after making insensitive comments on air referring to Black reporters Grand Mammy, per the Burlington News. She said, I used a term that was offensive to many in our audience and to our uh, co-workers here at WLBT. Though not intentional, I now understand how uh, my comment was both insensitive and hurtful. And she said in a statement. Um, also, the newspaper, I mean, the, the uh, WBLT, they did say that there was internal conversations and discussions during about that situation. Um, so initially, when I saw it, I was thinking, she said, Patricia Mendoza, yes, insensitive, but I mean, are we too, too sensitive? But when I found out this wasn't the first time she's had to apologize for doing something similar, I was like, oh, okay. It's something it's more to it. So um Chike. Uh <laughs> so she she was already living on the edge. She was already living on the edge. I did see that commercial with Martha Stewart, and I thought that it was very interesting because she's flipping all over the place. She's cartwheeling, and then she gets in a tattoo chair, and then she got Snoop on the arm. Yeah. Is Martha Stewart making white women out here feel like it's okay? Like, are you giving, are you somewhat giving them a pass to, you know, be that cool? You that down? No, that's, no, you can't do that. And I was going to give her a pass too, because it's not exactly it. You know, I'm sure Snoop probably wouldn't be upset if right. she repeated it because that's part of his brand. It's like a go Snoop or, you know, a cheer for Snoop. But at the same time, you out here calling out mammies and things, ma'am, like, no, call Paula Dean. She can tell you all about it. Call her. Call right. her. It's people out here to help y'all people. Y'all people have been through it already. Call them. They can guide you through. Gunia? You know, <laughs> um, when I know 
I want to say something, but I probably shouldn't. I don't say it. Yeah. Because in my brain, I know that if I say it, some shit is going to happen. Yeah. If I want to know why you don't know, Lania, you don't have the privilege. The privilege allows for you to. I don't have the privilege. You were so. Thank you, American actor Chica Evans. I appreciate you for letting me know that. Um, I don't have the privilege, but you know, I well now that I know I don't have the privilege, um, it's interesting because it's like this up here, right? Nothing in there triggers you to be like, "Whoa, you might not want to do that." Right. I know you. I know you're not saying the word, but you know what the word. And let's keep her away funky. She don't really, she don't talk like that. No. So what made you think (laughs) that that was okay? But then when you be like, oh, she was talking about mammies and grandmammies and stuff. She she felt like it was okay. So if she did that, right? You know that she done said that word. (laughs) But see, here's 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 the gotcha. Because she is in media, I hold her to a higher standard mm-hmm. because you're now educated, mm-hmm. you're socialized, and you're representing a brand. Well, it's just supposed totally, to be. Like, it puts a different different spin on it. Like, you're responsible at this point. Well, um, if you see the video, watch the video, the man sitting right beside her, when she says that he looks down, and he kind of looks, looks like this for a while. Like, oh, like, oh, he no. Knew she question. Question. Was what? I can't hear you. You can't hear me? Yeah, now we can. Was that on the teleprompter? No. No. No, she said it flippantly. But but here's one thing I will say, because you know Whoopi Goldberg, she had to apologize recently um, for something she said on air. She said that, um, which I didn't even know that was offensive, but she said today, they were talking about it on The View, she said that they need to come out with a book of all the things that you're not supposed to say. She said that people said because, you know, things have changed over the years and some things are, are mm-hmm. now offensive, they weren't. And she said that, you know, um, people assume because we're on TV, we know everything and we don't. And so sometimes you give people a chance to apologize or to learn from it before you um, cancel them or fire them. But in this situation, this was at least the woman's second time of doing it. So I think it was different. Um, and I'll, they hadn't, they didn't talk about the grandmammy thing on the view. They just talked about the, the chisel my nizzle, but, um, we'll talk more about that as we find out more, but before we go, I want to, uh, give a shout out to the final four at March Madness. Uh, UConn will be playing Miami, San Diego state will be playing Florida Atlantic and, uh, the games take place on April 1st. Now the women for the women, uh, college women they're still de- it's still to be determined who's going to be in the final four there but congratulations to everyone and uh we'll be watching Lania, thank you as always for um hot topics and chica i'll see your movie reviews <laughs> right back after this god has a funny way of showing you lessons oh. remix featuring kevin ross raheem devon Anthony Hamilton. God has a funny way of showing what it's meant to be. Had to learn everything.
Everything I was meant to see wasn't meant for me I guess I had to fall many times All them bruises made me strong enough to see you, see who you are. Before I just play too many games to see this blessing in front of me. Thank God He opened up my eyes. Now I'm realize everyone that let me down led me to you. It's a blessing And I wait one more day You running round I wanna miss this mm -hmm. I truly know The heart of the woman that you are Surely shine through, shine through you God wants to save me for you I used to dread the love I lost was barely just a blemish. Oh, oh, oh. Now that life led me to you, God intended this. Now I realize everyone that let me down led me to you. Oh, baby, all them sleepless nights, all the heartbreak I had. And if I never went through it, I would never find a love like you. Like a rolling stone, temptation song. Running a fast lane, never looking back. It's always moving on. I kept it moving on. Till you came and Only made for the thorough with checklist. Every wrong turn showed me there's a clear direction. I had to let it go and let God do If it was up to me, I would've never knew this magic. Best thing happened to me. Life's fast, but with you in my past. And you see, no losses, we just live and learn. And though I can't say every love affair is perfect. Worth it. Took me a while, but I 
11 p.m. I be rolling. 12 a.m. I dove in. To 3:45 in the morning. Sex until six in the morning. Round you like a remix, like a beat jack. Put your legs in peace signs. Make your body sweat. Throw that booty back. Send that big hit text, and I can be your. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. Adam's not with us tonight because he is celebrating his birthday. Happy birthday, Adam. Hope you have a great one. Uh, Chike, what's going on in the world of movie reviews? Uh, well, the movie reviews is Chike did not go to the movie theater, but Chike <laughs> did absorb some content. Okay. Um, I watched it good. Uh, you know, I like my uh, true crimes. Uh, a, a good one on Peacock is called Who Killed Robert Wong? It's two episodes. And it talks about the 2006 murder of Robert Wan. Apparently, uh, Mr. Wan, um, he was a lawyer. And he spent the night over his, and this all happened in D.C. He spent the night over his friend's house. His friends were three gentlemen that had a townhome together in uh, the DuPont Circle area of D.C. And he worked in the city but he lived on the outskirts of the city and he was working late and he decided to stay at his friend's house and stayed at the friend's house. They had a power outage at the home. When the power came back on, they found him dead. Mm. Three knife wounds to the chest, minimal blood, and the murder weapon was laying on a nightstand or a table near the bed. Wow. It was allegedly that someone came in and uh, murdered him without stealing anything, without any clear evidence that someone's been in the home, and without any of the other three gentlemen ever hearing about anyone coming in the home. It was really, really, really interesting. And the way that they broke it down and they dissected it, you know, in interrogating the three gentlemen and just different suspicious things that were going on that the cop was noticing when they came in. It's It's long and drawn out. But it's only two episodes, but I say long and drawn out because it's very detailed. Like you actually go along with them as they try to solve the crime. It's pretty interesting. I found it very interesting because I love uh, crime stories like that. So yeah. if you want an interesting true crime story, definitely check it out. It's on Peacock called Who Killed Robert Wong? Uh, second thing I saw was a docu-drama uh, with docu-series called The 12th Victim. And that's another true crime situation and it's pretty much about um the the woman in in the gentleman that starred in the movie california um natural born killers it was a bonnie and clyde situation a male and a female was traveling uh cross state on a killing spree and when they finally caught up to them they arrested them the gentleman got the death penalty but the woman's defense was she was also a victim she was going along because she was in fear for her life. Mm. However, some of the evidence proves that she could have possibly been involved in some of the killing. 
So that's a pretty interesting one too. Yeah. I love stuff that ends in a court drama. It's just so dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm watching the series Yellow Jackets, but they just started their second season. Uh, if you haven't watched the show, it's one of the best shows on TV. A uh, group of girls play on the soccer team. They go away. They're on the championship uh, run. They're going to go in the championship game. Plane goes down. They're stranded. And it shows them as children. Then it also shows them as adults in the aftermath of the accident. Mm. That was the first season. Second season picks right up at the cliffhanger of the first season. And it's full throttle, like it's action and drama right from the beginning. So that's off to a good start for the second season. So definitely check that out. And of course, Stephen, I don't know if you had a chance to watch any of that Swarm show. Have you seen I, any of that? I tried. I turned it off during the second season, the second episode. Really? Why? Explain. No, it was too weird for me. It really? That's Donald Glover, man. Yeah. So I learned, I learned over the weekend that um, Malia... Obama wrote some of the episodes. Yeah, which yeah. is pretty interesting. Yeah, I saw that. Um, I'm I'm curious to know how uh, Miss Beyonce Carter feels about the show. I'm sure she probably sits back and laughs. Yeah, or maybe not, or maybe not. Well, you know, so they interviewed the main character. Can't think of her name, and she they uh she was, back. she she was on um, Tamara Hall show, and mm-hmm. she asked her was you know, their, that Beyonce character, or, you know, the the star, was that mm-hmm. based on Beyonce? And she said that we all know that everyone loves Beyonce, you know, but that's an alternative universe, and it's not Beyonce. But you think about it. Beehive, Swarm. Um, but, so in the disclaimer for the show, they tell you that it's intentionally done. They They tell you that in the mm-hmm. disclaimer for the show. And, you know, it's, <laughs> so I don't know how people are looking at it, but when you look at it and you dissect it and you pick apart, you can't help but to make the comparison, especially right. the part, the part where, uh, spoiler alert, <laughs> right? the part where she goes to the party and the superstar in the show gets bit by someone. Mm-hmm. Mm. And and the girl escapes from the from the site, and there's two gentlemen sitting there, and he says out of the blue because I had to figure out like why did he say this? He says, "Who?" He said, "Who was that?" He was like, "That was the girl from Love and Basketball," mm. right? Mm. So th- she ran out. Well, if you don't know pop culture and and what's but going also on in pop culture, also did you see when she was watching TV? And the person on TV was talking about her. And she said, listen, this is a woman who just had twins. You know what I mean? Beyonce has yes. twins. You know what I mean? So I'm like, how could it not be about be Beyonce based on Beyonce? Yeah. But yeah, they said it wasn't. But I, th- I think that was what they were told to say. They're asked in interviews. So it, it has the same uh, temperature as Atlanta, but it's a little darker. Not a little yeah. darker. It's a lot darker. Yeah. Well, Atlanta had some dark episodes, though. It it it, it did go there a little bit. Yeah. So it it has the same temperature. It's Donald Glover. You know what to expect. I said I might come back, but I it wasn't giving me the what I was looking for that Friday on a Friday night. So I turned. To be totally honest, I didn't watch it straight through. I like I I I touched it and then I left it alone. And then I came back to it. I can't watch it straight yeah. through. It yeah. is. It, it's a little intense in parts. It is. It is. Yeah. 
Well, is that all you is that you're that's what you would yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah okay. I'm good. Well, I I talked about Swarm. I try, I watched two episodes, maybe I don't even finish the second one. And then but on prison, on prison is a new show on Hulu. Um Carrie Washington and Kelvin Witherspoon, they're the main characters. And um it's based on Carrie Washington's character. She was put through um foster care because her her dad was out of prison. Her mom left her, and her dad gets out after seventeen years. Women, who who stars in that with her? Who's it? Uh, Calvin Washington, Carrie Washington, and Del I mean Orlando, uh, Calvin. Right? I'm sorry, Calvin Witherspoon. Calvin Calvin Witherspoon. If you Del see, Del Orlando is not in that. Who? Del Orlando. He's not in that. Oh, maybe I said the wrong person. Hold on. Uh, I thought he was. At least I thought it was him. The ball hit the dark ball hit guy. Delroy, no. Lindo. Oh yeah, Delroy Lindo. I'm sorry. Yeah, he is a man. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's him. I don't, I didn't know his name, but you know his face is so familiar. But yeah, he's the yeah. father. Okay. Anyway, so it just shows it's an eight eight um part episode. I mean eight episodes, and it's actually really good. I watched it because she's been promoting the mess out of it, and so mm-hmm. um. That's how we check it out. And I did. It was really good. It's really good. So um I recommend that. Of course, um, Bel Air, they've been picked up for season three already. Um, that's really good. And 911, Angela Bassett still doing his thing. And Abbott Elementary, of course. But yeah, so a lot of good stuff. Albert Elementary is out until I think second week in April. Um mm-hmm. but, but yeah, really good stuff on TV. It's good content. Do you watch any of the? Do you watch the SWV Escape stuff? Do you, yes. do you get into that? I'm watching that. So I, I will say, say this. this. I, no, go ahead. You go. I was saying about SWV. They had a reality show back in 2016, mm-hmm. I think, and they had a lot of turmoil. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. now watching them on this show, they get along. They they see it for what it is. This is our jobs. And I think they're a little bit closer than they put on on the show because they say, you know, sometimes we go on stage, perform, and don't even say anything to each other off stage because we're here to do the job. And they also mm-hmm. said that um, they post something on Instagram recently that regardless of what happens, the show goes on. You know what I mean? And so they've worked out their kinks. But the reason why I say it feels like they're a little bit closer than they put on is because Todd was talking about Coco's son. They were ta- having a conversation. And uh, Coco was talking about how her son wants to drop out of school and how Todd even talked to him. And, you know, and even um, Lily's, Lily's uh, son referred to them as his aunties. So I think they're a little mm-hmm. bit closer, but, but obviously they didn't have their drama, but, if, but there you can see how mature they are in this escape. I think that Latasha, she, when she signed up for the show, she had one purpose and that was to elevate her, her own solo career. Because, but it's backfiring on her because um, people are not liking her personality, you know? And so um, I saw something last night and then I saw it again today, took me out. So, you know, she has her new single out, gospel single out. And um, I've seen other artists do this where they're singing some of it and then they put the mic out with the background and the um, so people can like do it side by side on social media. And mm-hmm. someone did it, and they're they're making reference to her paying back her sister the thirty thousand dollars that she owes her. She said, "Cause you know her song, she's saying pray, 
pray. This person saying, pay, pay, pay your sister. And look, it was so funny that even Tiny reposted it. She said, I love oh, the laugh. Wow. I love the laugh. And this made, this made me laugh. And she reposted it on Twitter. It is hilarious. Oh. It is hilarious. So it's backfiring on her. She's trying to promote her single, but people are saying, pay your sister back. Then her husband did an interview that didn't look better. He was saying that the reason why the money went to the sister was because the um, company that distributed it got their got them mixed up. I don't like no. this. Is a bad look. It's a bad look. It needs to be corrected. Yeah, but I'm with you, Stephen. The the behavior. I don't. I don't know any of their stories. Right. I, 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 I'm not trying to put your life together. But what I do see is you have a gospel project out. Yes. Your behavior does not exhibit nope. gospel project nope. at all. Nope. Um, I don't know if it's really you. I don't know if it's the way that the reality show has her looking, but it's just not looking good for you to be a gospel artist with this behavior. Mm -hmm. Just saying. She claims stuff has been edited out because she released, she put out this video um addressing certain things on the show everyone said it looked like she was reading from a script and uh they said like it was a testimony a testimonial from um love and hip-hop <laughs> you know um but i mean i know there's a lot of editing in reality tv but just what you're seeing like last night's episode it showed coco candy and her in the studio and they were trying to go through the songs for this show she seemed mm -hmm. disinterested. She mm -hmm. they, Candy was asking for her opinion. She was just dry, you know. So I don't know how much editing that is. That's what you're doing, you know. So um, that kind of stuff can be edited. Yeah. But because Candy is a veteran at this by this point, like yeah. she knows it in and out. I love the fact that she made that show speak on it. And she's talking in between the shows, yeah. telling you what's really going on. I guess from her own point of view. Yeah. And then, so SWV, they're going to their lives after. So if people aren't really fully immersed into this, um, depending on how much you want to invest your time right. into the show, but there are other things still going on outside of the show on social media because they're explaining what's going on on the show because of the editing. They're right. actually talking about what's happening yeah. in between and what really happened, like when the cameras were off and what they really said, which may have been edited differently. So they're explaining themselves. Yeah, they and you're are. getting a full, a full circle of what's going on. I just don't like the fact that Miss Tamar Braxton is now immersed in some more stuff because, like, can we stop? <laughs> can well, we they stop? said, well, they're talking about Tamar and Candy. They said Candy's in three different arguments <laughs> with three different people <laughs> right now. <laughs> but, um, but, um, one thing Candy did say, and I, we got to go, but I, I did Candy address, you know, um, so in the video that Latasha put out, she mm -hmm. joked on Candy's voice, mm -hmm. you know. And Candy said that was corny to her because this is yes. the same voice that produced the biggest hit you've ever had. Yes. And, you know, you, you this voice has been a lot more successful than you have been. And she's, mm. Candy said, I already have a number one gospel song on Billboard. And that's what you're trying to do. So she said, you know, she said, people can, people can, and, and the public can talk about my voice, you know. She said, 
that doesn't really bother me. But that's my group member. We make money together. You know, she said, I would never talk about anyone, anyone's voice in the group if they made a mistake in the group. She said, um, and she was saying that, you know, people are now clowning Latasha saying that she does the same runs from 1993. And Kenny mm. said, I thought it, but I would never have said it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. But you, like you said, one thing, Candy's a businesswoman, and Candy is a as a reality TV vet. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not looking good for Latasha. I saw a thing today saying which one would go from Escape, which I'll put out. There were a few people that said Candy because of her vote vocals, but most people saying Latasha. They said, "But first, pay your do- your sister her thirty thousand dollars first. So let me ask you a question, and it's something that I've been floating around in my head, right? Mm-hmm. Candy being a businesswoman, what if they angled as a group the, the three, Candy, Tiny, and uh, Tamika, Tamika, decided to not go forward with Tasha anymore? Well, Candy said in her, in her recent video that she, Football, she no, no, no. They've gone on without her before, and they gone right. on and performed and went on tour without her. But I mean, without her being in escape, period. No, I, listen. She said, "I no longer want to sing with her." Mm. In her video, so today. would you would you uh, patronize uh, Escape with another member? No, I think they can do it because yeah. the thing is, Tamika can hit the same notes that her sister can. She mm-hmm. did it because um, Natasha, even before the show, she wasn't showing up to some of their their dates, and so right. Tamika had to learn her parts, um, so she could sing, and she hits them. Mm. She hits them. Okay. You know? So I wouldn't want to see a new person. I think those three, you know, because, you know, one quick thing, I would talk about this forever. The debate, you know, the drama between SWV and Escape playing in this concert is mm-hmm. billing. Um, Candy wants Escape to have top billing. S- SWV was like, well, we've sold way more albums than you all. We have more hits than you all. But um, from Candy and Tiny's perspective, we're more relevant today because of what we do we're on tv now all the time because of our reality shows and things like that so we're right. going to be the ones that put people in seats you know right but they did decide on um last night episode um against candy's you know she, she didn't fight back against it because Latasha said yeah we should be it should be um joint billing or you know um but yeah that was an interesting thing too because SWV's been torn. They're a well-oiled machine. I have friends that have seen yeah. them recently. They said that they do kill it every time. They put on a great show. They yeah. put on a great show. And the yeah. thing is, outside of the tour they're trying to do for the show, they have other offers to do at different tours. You know what I mean? Right. But this, right. they just think the how beautiful this would be because of two R&B legendary groups. You know. And they could set a precedent. They really yeah. could for other groups to probably do the same thing. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Chicka, thank you as always for letting us know what to spend our time and money on. And uh, we'll see you next week. And we'll be right back after this. You know what? I've been thinking. I can't even get through to you. I'm trying to talk to you. And all you do is push me away. What's wrong with you?
Christine, who that, sue that, and you are now listening to the Stephen Knight Show. Sue that. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. Now it's time to go into our Black-owned business. I had an opportunity to go to a great uh, art show yesterday, and there was an artist there. Um, the company is called Royal Light Art and Design, and um, the artist that I saw his work, his name is Reggie Griffin, and he had some beautiful pieces that I think everyone should see. Um, so there'll be a link in the bio to this uh, video. Check it out. Thank you for joining us tonight. Hope you have a great week and we'll see you again next Monday. Good night. Everything's gonna be all right. I'm gonna see you